Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's episode three, Survival Mondays. You guys are here. I'm glad you're here. Because you know why? We got another hot topic to discuss, man. We got a, a, a few topics that we want to go through. Of course, this is a new season, season two. So we got a new format. We got uh, what in the world today? We got some one-on-ones again in a game time. But the difference this time around, we got a new guest. So, uh... New guests, how about you give yourself a little shout out? Who we got in the guest chair? The name's Face. <laughs> they call me Facey sometimes. Yeah. Um, my yeah. real name's Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> so you're dropping the government because I know you, you have problems yeah, dropping yeah, the government. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I'm on Surviving Monday. Okay. All right. Well, you know, if you guys didn't already know, let's give a little background on Donovan. Uh, Donovan actually is uh, the new member of season two. He's actually been helping us with the behind the scenes. If you guys seen the promo on our Instagram, uh, he was actually uh, directing that promo. So he's actually the new person on board on Surviving Monday. But we felt like putting him in the guest chair today is the best choice because we got some great topics we want to talk talk Spotlight. about. And, uh, you know, definitely uh, we're excited. So let's jump right into what in the world, man. Real quick, before you start, great intro. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> So we're jumping straight into what in the world, man. And the first topic we're going to uh, talk about today is Trump and Kanye versus hip hop. Straight into politics. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not so much politics as opposed to what this means for the hip hop community. Um, I know you're an avid listener of hip hop. So um, just getting your take on things is going to be kind of interesting. So first and foremost, uh, the reason we say Trump and Kanye versus hip hop, because we notice obviously it's 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 no secret. Kanye West has uh, pledged his his allegiance to uh, to the Trump administration, yeah, uh, to our president, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, and I say unfortunately only due to the fact that uh, there's a lot of controversy with the whole presidency in general. And uh, whether you're pro-Trump or you're you know against Trump, that's not really the important part in this because we're going to start this conversation. And I want both sides to kind of understand where we're coming from. So at least when it comes to Trump's side, I mean... A lot of a lot is attached negatively to Trump, which you know we can go we can go for hours on that. You know, it, it's easy. Yeah. But um, one thing I do want to do is kind of shed some light on Trump and some of the things he's actually been passing um, since I want to say in the last two years. Trump's passed a lot of things. Um, I won't go into detail. Uh, of a lot of what he's passed because i mean you guys would probably have to look that up for yourself so you get some proper information that's a lot yeah it's a lot and uh i mean some of the things that he's passed was like the no human trafficking on our on our roads act which prevents anybody who was convicted as a human trafficker not to be able to drive uh preventing them from continuing that human trafficking cycle so i think that's something that's very really interesting to actually look into uh, they shouldn't even be on the streets. Yeah, exactly. In the well, first place. well, you know, at least count this as maybe steps towards you know improving on human trafficking because human trafficking is it's actually very serious nowadays. Uh, we got young black women, uh, young black girls, young black men, young white women, young white girls. Very uh, young too. Just in general, women uh, are very targeted, but yeah. young kids are very targeted in general. So um, he he's also passed things like the African American Civil Rights Networking Act. Uh, also, 400 Years of African American History Commission Act, which uh, which 
is a positive step forward to make sure that people are acknowledging uh, African-American civil rights and uh, the influence it has on our education and things of that nature. So if you guys are interested in actually finding out more things about what he's passed, you should definitely look it up. I know CNN has uh, their own posts that uh, the one that I checked out was posted, I think, like January of 2018. So you could probably find out a, a more recently updated uh, act listing of what he's been able to act. But uh, to kind of give a little bit of reference, though, I think it's kind of interesting because Trump has passed a lot within a short amount of time. And I think it's very interesting because if you look at the Obama administration, it seemed like Obama was constantly in struggle with, uh, with the office about pa- passing things that he was trying to do to improve things. In your own opinion, do you feel like Trump being able to easily pass these acts as opposed to Obama, that that shines positively more on Trump? And that it may shine a light that's kind of false because it's different circumstances compared to Obama? Well, uh, last time I checked, I remember there was more Republicans in the House than Democrats. Mm-hmm. And I know it has to be a winning vote. Yeah. So if it's something that the Republicans are going to like, then They're the gonna Republicans definitely. are always going to win regardless. Yes. Be- Even Trump was a Democrat at one time, and I think he just recently switched yeah. Yeah, over yeah. to, re- or he was Democrat, and he switched over to Republican. And uh, I think that was one of the reasons why he did that, so he could get more acts passed. Got you, got you. So if anything, it was a more strategic move on Trump's end, in a sense that he knew once he gets into the office, yes, that'll be easier that's to do things. That's my little theory. Okay. I mean, it makes sense, though. It makes yeah. sense. And uh, we see it. It's, it's, it's in our face because how he's able to make as big of a change in such a little amount of time, I feel like he's made more change uh, than Obama has in eight years than he has in like two years. Yes, and that's nothing true. towards Obama, but it just shows the influence of when the House is with you as opposed to against yes. you yep. and how hard it is to pass things. But, um, you know, that was just a little brief history with what's going on with Trump. But as it relates to Kanye, Kanye, you know, obviously wearing the MAGA hat, make America great again. Um, and that <clears throat> hip-hop community is tearing him a new one. I mean, Snoop Dogg is an avid... <laughs> an just, avid rival against Kanye right now because he he's not trying to have it. It's just, you know? it's just sad to see because in his earlier days he was it looked like he was he seemed to be like pro black like mm-hmm. very very strong like yeah. if he if we were back in the days he would be a panther type of strong yeah to now just like turning our back on us or turning the shoulder or something like that exactly you know? exactly I mean and and you could see that especially when uh, you know when Bush was in office. And that iconic uh, interview he had on TV, live TV, saying Bush doesn't care about black people, you know. And I I remember, I think it was. You could tell he was nervous, too. He was. He was. And I think it was uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, I think he had an interview with Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Kimmel brought it up. He said, why when it was Bush and you profoundly said Bush doesn't care about black people, what makes Trump so different? And it actually left Kanye West. He, he was quiet. He didn't know what to say. It left him blank. I've I never seen that, but that yeah, sounds very interesting. It's, it's on YouTube, and uh, Jimmy Kimmel just flat out just said it. He's just like, so what's the difference in this case? And Kanye had no rebuttal. Did they go to point. commercial after that? No, no. It just it got awkward, and everybody started laughing because it was like, all right, checkmate. <laughs> you know, yeah. like he got him. So that was actually really interesting to hear because that's, it's that's like— That's what makes Kanye so interesting. Like, what is he doing? But, you know, it also poses the, the, um, the question like, okay, is Kanye doing these things because people tell him not to? You know, because Kanye has a, 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 a history of doing things that people 
explicitly say, hey, don't do that because yeah. it's going to affect you. In certain, do, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like, is he doing it just out of spite or is he doing it from a general want to actually make America great again? My personal opinion is I think he's doing it for attention. Yeah. I think he's trying to get the spotlight more on him. As you can see, his, his numbers from his, his album just dropped yeah. drastically. Yeah. And uh, I think it also has a part of him wanting to be a president. He's seen how easily Trump won, so I think he's trying to jump on Trump's side. Yeah. That way he gets majority of the votes. And it's just, it's weird because um, he recently visited the White House um, to actually have some conversations with our president, Trump. And uh, just the interactions, I don't know if anybody feels a certain type of way, if anybody's seen the video, um, but his interactions were just a little, it just seemed a little forced. He's like, hey, he's my friend. He's my buddy. This is my guy. This is, you know, Trump's my friend. He's my buddy. And it's just like, I get it. Like, if you, if you support, if you support Trump, that's one thing. But like, if I went to the White House, at no point when Obama was in office, at no point if I went to the White House, would it be like, Obama's my friend. He's yeah. my best friend. He's, yeah. he's my guy. No, it's just like, that, that's just extra. Like, you don't have to go above and beyond to go ahead and state that. Like, if you support him, you support him. But I feel like, that in itself was very forged, very, you know, it's like, I feel like maybe they looked at a hip-hop legend who was easily taintable, and if they can get a hip-hop legend on board with the Trump administration, hopefully that could sway the hip-hop community, which, you know, in, 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 in all actuality right now, it's causing the opposite. It's making us even more against what's going on, and if anything, it's ruining his image. Do you think he got paid for it? Do I think he's getting paid for it? I think it's beyond that. I think it's it's one of those, like, they're trying to show him the benefits of doing so, whether it be, like you said, helping with record sales, whether it be, hey, man. because could you get, yeah, it really didn't. And if you look at it, prior to all this, Kanye was struggling. He had financial troubles. It was well-known. He was having issues with, uh, he wasn't even creating music as much uh, at Which that point. Which is all he needed to do. Exactly. But... I feel like this might be in itself a publicity stunt. And it's not like we haven't seen, no offense to them, but the Kardashians do publicity stunts. It's not as it's not out of the ballpark for Kanye to do a, a publicity stunt on his own. It's, so it it does it just doesn't add up. It's it's a lot of questions in here. Yeah. And some of them are pretty much impossible to answer. For for us to answer. I yeah. Know people higher than us would know, but that's what that's what makes this a big conspiracy. Like what's really going on? Yeah. I I would never watch something like Trump and Kanye meeting up because that would probably aggravate aggravate me, but I do want to know what's going on. Yeah, everybody's it, asking the question. Everybody wants to know. Well, you know, and, and unfortunately, I will say this because the media, unfortunately, the media plays things to to stir up animosity. So it's it's what I've noticed from this is they'll take certain points because they know in certain points of the interview process with Kanye and Trump. That it was going to stir up animosity within the hip hop community and overall the Trump supporters. So it's just like you'll see moments where, again, like I was saying before, he's like, hey, that's my best friend. That's my buddy. You know how the hip hop community is going to take yeah. that. But there was actually some positive things that came out of that 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 little conversation that they had. Um, some acts were actually passed on. Um, well, I, I think it's in the in the midst of being passed. And it's actually to benefit artists in general, to claim the royalties and things of that nature. So it's actually kind of interesting. I'm going to pull that, pull that up right now, is that um, we had uh, 
the Music Moder- uh, Modernization Act of 2018, which helps um, it helps people claim their royalties through streaming music. So um, that also passed with the Classics Act, with Classics is a acronym for compensating legacy artists for their songs, service, and important contributions to Society Act. Then on top of that, they also passed the AMP Act, which AMP is also a acronym for Allocation for Music Producers Act. So it's not just the artists, but it's the producers and things of that nature. So I'm assuming within the music community, that must have been an issue once streaming music Definitely. became so popular. Yeah. So I think that's kind of interesting. So it's like that doesn't get the light of day as much as opposed to the juicy stuff that happened during the interview to stir up that animosity. So I think it's kind of interesting how the media is twisting things. Yeah, for people to then be um, be very hostile towards each other, whether they're associated with the hip hop community or the Trump Association, or even both. Maybe you're able to do both. I don't know. I haven't really met a person to do so. But um, supposedly, See, what's up? That that just makes me believe more that he is trying to use Trump to his benefit. Yeah, because I remember he, I read an article somewhere that he also uh, asked Trump to. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. It was to get somebody a jail. He's actually a, a big time drug dealer, mm-hmm. like one of the most famous in the U.S. to to free him because he was doing good in the community. Yeah, and for for Kanye to ask Trump to release somebody like that just stirred my curiosity yeah. curiosity some more. Like, I think he is just trying to use Trump, and I think he is trying to help, but. I think the way he's going about it is isn't terrible. Yeah, exactly. Very it's, terrible. I mean, you never know. At the end of the day, when all is said and done, five, ten years down the road, we can end, we can end up finding that Kanye was the reason why good things happen. Yeah. We just don't know. But right now, like you said, how he's going about it. I think he lost a lot of people, though. Yeah. It's going to be oh, hard yeah. to forgive him. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think if he has a master plan and that master plan was to help a large sum of people, then, you know, it would be a little bit more forgiving. It we was, just didn't like the even way Even if he, he was it. successful, I mm-hmm. still believe that some people would just... Yeah, this because I I've deleted music. Yeah, this I think this permanently stained his name. Yeah, regardless, you I know, followed him on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it's too much. You get tired of seeing that. Stuff, yeah, too. exactly, exactly, and it's one of those things. I think uh, it's interesting due to the fact, like you said, Kanye did bring up and mention trying to release somebody. Um, I I was reading on that same article on CNN that I guess uh, topics of discussion were also gang violence to de- reduce the violence in Chicago. Um, and uh, prison reform. That's, so, that's another thing with Kanye for me. I, I feel like he's only trying to help Chicago. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's, that's I think that's wrong. But. Well, I think it's also interesting, too, because when, when this whole uh, backlash of him supporting Trump happened, yeah. you noticed that he started doing more things with Chance the Rapper, yep. who's such a positive icon for yep. Chicago. Yep. And that's where... I get like I take a step back because I'm very observant. So I see it's like why all of a sudden you want to bring Chance the Rapper and in, in, into this, you know, when mm-hmm. things are hitting the fan for you. Yeah, it's like is that being genuine? Oh, is that all coincidence? I don't believe in coincidence. And it's just like how you're moving is very suspect. So Kanye, he, he definitely has to redo how he's stepping because I don't. He just now he's just like a shady person. Yeah, I don't know what he was like before, but yeah. I feel like everything's coming to light. Even the whole uh, Drake thing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, which which is actually funny that you brought that up because uh, to move on to the next subject, uh, Drake and Pusha T, that beef has been brought back to light, right? So yeah. um, Drake just recently did an interview with uh, LeBron. 
kind of discussing what's going on, uh, the whole what happened, what really happened between him and Kanye and Pusha T. Yeah. And I think it's uh, I think it's interesting because a lot of things got shed to light. So I mean, to begin with, I think I think it was a great interview. I actually enjoyed it. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm a little biased, so I want people listening to understand. I'm a little biased towards Drake. I actually bumped Drake super heavy when I was in middle school, high school. I was a Drake fan, and then at some point, yeah. I kind of took a step back because how Drake was moving, eh, like I wasn't really feeling the vibe. And then when the uh, Pusha T beef happened, I lost a lot of respect for Drake. And how do you how do you feel about the last album? Uh, Scorpion. I like the last half. I like the R and B half of it. Um, I thought the the first half wasn't bad, but it wasn't it wasn't something I'm gonna repeatedly go back to. So this one, compared to all his bodies of work, skippable. Like if I had to only choose two albums from him to live with, not choosing Scorpion. I, Definitely I not. I thought it was completely trash. I, which I understand. I completely understand, and it was hard compared to what Drake used to put out yeah or did put out exactly it, it's terrible and, and that's my my that's my concern with him it's just like when i was listening to it i just couldn't keep a consistent mood now again i don't want to be a drake hater this is not the point of this topic i don't but, i don't hate know. drake but i hate that album yeah i don't hate it i just don't like it <laughs> you didn't you yeah, didn't enjoy nah, it like which i understand and and you know when he was talking about in the uh the actual interview itself you know he was talking about being a single father yeah um which it's kind of weird when Drake is like, yeah, I'm a single father, and this, that, and the it third. Was just like, it was yeah, weird. you know what I'm saying? It's like, Drake is a single father. But, you know, again, if you listen to episode one when we were talking to Pete, uh, you know, single fathers, stepfathers, they're, they're making a comeback, man. And, uh, you know, if anything, uh, it's, it's interesting because he also brought up the irony of parenthood. Yeah. You know, because he's always had resentment towards his father. You know, about how he treated his mom and like the relationship with his mom and just not having a full, uh, full household. Then you didn't find out that he has a, you know, I think it was a porn star or like a stripper for a wife or whatever, you know, nothing towards her, you know, and her profession. But, you know, now he's also a single father going through the same things and that cycle kind of repeats. I think that's interesting because it shows the influence of a household and how you're brought up because subconsciously, sometimes you fall in line of, what you grew up around. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting, but he also mentioned in the interview how Kanye deceived him. So Kanye went, went ahead and uh, I guess he sent him a beat. It was Lift Yourself. It was an instrumental of Lift Yourself. Fire beat. Yeah, it was a really dope beat. So I guess he sent that to Drake, had Drake actually come out to Wyoming, help him out with some of the music. Uh, 40, I guess, tipped him off saying, I think he's uh, working on an album. Yeah. So, uh, but they, you know, they continue to help him. They left Wyoming. Which should with, have been a warning sign right there. Yeah, it really was. Um, and, well, they left Wyoming with the Lift Yourself beat. Um, and as Drake was working on it, I guess. He dropped it. He dropped his own Lift Yourself, uh, uh, like, song to troll Drake. Like, hey, I just gave you this instrumental, but guess what? I have a song for it. Yeah. And the, the sad part was Lift Yourself was such a good instrumental. It Drake would have killed it. Too. He, he would have definitely killed, killed it. it. But what what happened? He pooped the scoop. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, last if you if you have a moment, can you play that real quick? I think. This next verse though. These bars. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Whoop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop. Whoop 
Poopy scoop. Thank you, Lass. That's why I don't listen to Kanye no more. Yeah, because he's like, you had such a good instrumental who could have had someone like really destroy that, but you trolled him to the. And you know, it's Kanye being Kanye. He trolls. So the fact that he did Poopy scoop on such a great beat to someone he sent of that magnitude complete troll that you that goes without question uh but i think it's interesting too because you know kanye shitty yes how he's moving and whatnot but also i think it was suspect too the fact that drake also told him about his project before he dropped it and then the minute he told exactly about his kid they had a full conversation full conversation exactly and the fact that once he told him about the project then everybody who kanye was already helping with projects um tayana taylor I, yeah, I think her name Pusha. is uh, Pusha. Uh, then they released their music right before Drake's as competition. I think it was around. I yeah, somewhere before and somewhere after. Okay, okay, it, perfect. And yeah. exactly, just to compete with Drake's album, you know, so that super shady. Um, but also just the fact that Pusha T had information about Drake's son to drop in a diss track. Then it's like, okay, did he go too far? Do you feel like there's rules to to rap beefs? And, and and um and things of that nature. Watching it growing up, yeah. I believe there's no rules. Yeah. But nowadays there's definitely rules. As you as you grow yeah. and you see yeah. that in families. And that that that's how you know Pusha T was losing really yeah. bad. Yeah. Because he had to bring that out. Yeah. There could have been at least two or three more songs after that. Now I would say I, I still feel like Pusha T's track was fire. Uh it was just really well the thought out. One? Uh no, not not the infrared, but the um, the one where he showed the blackface yeah. and like replied back to um, Duffy Freestyle. But I thought that was good. I thought it was well thought out. A lot of people didn't really like it because it didn't have like a catchy like mainstream See, that flow. That was perfect. Yeah. Using that picture, that was perfect. Yes, and that's where I lost a lot of respect for Drake because yeah. regardless of what's going on, how low someone went, the fact that you did blackface and you didn't to me, he didn't properly address it. He did an IG story, yeah. but blackface is a very appalling image in the black community, which you're a part of. And for you just just give an IG story, I would love to see you mention that in the interview and properly address that. But I didn't get that. So it's, for it's, me personally, I lost point. a lot of respect for Drake. And if you guys don't know too much about blackface, please go check that out. It's actually Hollywood depicting African Americans before African Americans really had the rights that they had. But um so I mean I think it was also interesting though after Drake claimed that it was Kanye who leaked that information then shortly after you had Pusha T in an interview claiming that it was actually 40 40, yeah. 40 pillow talking <laughs> the information to one of his side chicks or whatever they was you know what I'm saying but you know when you know when you just you know finish that that thing, you feel me? You just tore it up. You know what I'm saying? You get real comfortable with the chick. You feel me? And you just start talking. And I guess that came up. And she went ahead and schnitched to push a T. I think that's interesting because if that's true, that kind of, that makes Drake kind of take a step back. Because now you kind of still look stupid in a sense because like, yeah, you're, yeah, Kanye's still foul for a lot of what he did. I thought that Drake interview came out second. No, the Drake interview came out. To address all that, and then Pusha recently just did that, and he went ahead and said, "No, it's actually Forty who pillow talked on your ass." So it's it's interesting. I mean, but is Pusha looking out for Kanye? Yeah, I would. I mean, it's you automatically I mean? biased. You know, I think he would you, yeah. would you snitch on Kanye or your enemy's friend? Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like, That's who, what, whose name would you put in there? You know what I mean? Exactly. Because Drake Drake also said that 
it was for sure Kanye because he had a conversation with Yes, him. exactly. So, and I'm waiting on the, I want actual facts because this right now, that's what he claimed. I, I want actual facts to prove that it was 40 who was pillow talking. I won't write it off because, hey, you know, that that does sound somewhat believable. We need but, to stop talking about it and they need to make songs. Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, again, guys, this is Food for Thought just to spur up a conversation. Uh, if you guys are at home listening, by all means, think about it, look into it, see what's really going on. Because I think that's this whole Kanye, Trump, Drake versus Kanye. Everybody's so much animosity within one, just a hip hop community, but in, in our nation altogether. I think it's a good conversation to have. So definitely, if you guys have anything to say, drop a comment below in the video itself, or if you guys want to go on my Instagram and drop a video, uh, drop a comment on the video itself. By all means, we're always open. We read everything. But uh, that was what in the world. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break, yeah. and we're gonna go straight into one on one where we can kind of get to know our guest, Donovan Vasey. Boy, was my face red. All right, welcome back to Surviving Mondays. We got our uh, special guest, Donovan Facey, and uh, he's here for another one-on-one. Stop with the full name. (laughs) Face. Hey, face. face. But this is one-on-one. This is where we get personal with you, you feel me? So it's Donovan Facey for one-on-ones, okay? So who are you, though? Oh, he's trying to get deep. Yeah, who are you, man? Where are you from? What's good? Um, Originally from New York, um, the big city. Um, Moved down here. Around high school time. Mm-hmm. Um, with Nappy Productions. Here. <laughs> where, where, where? Uh, one we of got the founding a, members of the of Nappy Productions. Yeah, so yeah. Salt Talk as well, yeah, you know. Salt one Talk. Of the, salt Talk. Yeah. The skits, the throwbacks. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, they wouldn't know if they were with us from the yeah from day one. The, uh, the real fans know. Yeah, uh, the real ones. <laughs> um, but yeah. What do you got a... Tell me a little bit about what you do. Like, what do you do as a as a hobby or uh, as, for yourself? Hobbies. Uh, I just started cutting here, getting better with that. You know, okay. messed you up a few times. <laughs> Thank you for coming back. Trap uh, cuts, man. I believe in <laughs> trap cuts. That's what it is. Go yeah. check my boy out. Uh, now you paying me now, <laughs> so you must be good now. Something like that. Something like that. I feel bad. You gotta eat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm studying the stock market as well. Um, foreign exchange market stocks and uh currency and all that type of stuff things of that nature that uh, sounds pretty deep man uh i'm trying my best to be the next tiger woods okay yes okay golfing right. golfing is number one in my heart right now all right that's what's uh, up that's what's up i suck by the way all don't right, ask well. me my score keep going you get better with it oh yeah definitely. you know what i'm saying yeah so that's for sure you one thing my drive now <laughs> <laughs> is it nice it was it's real nice okay. it's hella nice all right well one thing i noticed about you you're pretty dark okay uh <laughs> You're black, you know what I'm saying? You're a black individual. People yes. hearing through Who's the... Who's darker, me or you? Uh, let's not talk about that. Well, no, no, no. What I'm let's talk say, about it. Uh, let's, let's, you know, it's one-on-one. It's about you. Okay, right. so right. uh, one thing I noticed, you know, people listening audibly uh, who can't see Facey right now. Facey's, a, you know, African-American, all right? Um, so, Face, how's it feel being black in America right now in your perspective? My perspective? Yeah, 2018. Um, well, first of all, I stay out of trouble. Yeah. I stay, I stay in my lane. I stays out the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, honestly, uh, it's it's been the same thing since I was young. You know, yeah. you see racism on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, small to big. Um, you always feel like you got to work a little bit harder. You know, because people get more recognition. I don't want to get into you know details. Yeah. Of that. Okay, yeah. okay, that's fine. But uh, I'm just. 
I'm just focused on just bettering myself. Yeah. Staying positive and do you feel like there's been positive steps forward, at least when it comes to uh being black in America and you know, the balance, the equality, at least when it comes to that? Um I do I do believe that uh things are getting better. Um I think people are at least our generation. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're very like we're really I aware. I, I feel aware, like we recognize it. Yeah, anything. and we, we understand that we're the same. Yeah. You know, we're yeah, not yeah. we're not really we're not different at all really. Yeah. And um I think the older people make it harder. I don't this this is probably gonna be sound terrible. <laughs> no, you don't wanna generalize, but it the older but generation. It's the old people. Yeah, it's and the older generation. That's that's why I see most of the racism from. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. Right. What did I just say? <laughs> most of the racism. Racism. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I said that right. But I mean I see where you're coming from. Yeah. So you feel like in your opinion, do you feel like once and it's it sounds terrible but once the older generation makes their way out and then our generation kind of becomes the new it, it, i don't feel like it's it, gonna better it, itself i think it, it would be to, better but it won't be dead yeah you know because th- those same dead. people who taught their kids and then those kids taught their kids yeah so it's going to be alive but i don't i don't know how much better it would be but i feel it, like i think it would definitely i feel like you're right because racism in itself is kind of like a disease for the yeah. mind right so yeah. it spreads through generations yeah. so i hate yeah, it's all hate yeah, at the end of the day. Which is a terrible thing to have inside of you. But it is taught at the end yeah. of the day. So, yep. um, okay, so, you know, we get a little understanding of, like, where you're coming from, at least as a, as a citizen of America. But, like, you know, I had, I had some, you know, good conversations with the last guests, you know, in the past episodes. So I want to get your intake on this. Okay. Um, do you feel like <laughs> women nowadays are, are spoiled? A little bit now. Let, let me let me let me kind of paint a Oof. picture, okay? In the sense that, because um, <laughs> I like to talk shit, I want y'all to understand I'm talking <laughs> shit. Uh, do you feel like women are a little bit spoiled when it comes to being courted, right? So, say you're talking to a female, and do you feel like they're demanding more from the jump? You know, they want you to jump hurdles oh, or for leaps sure. and bounds, yeah, like mountains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you feel that way. Cause I feel like uh, I, I also believe it depends on the area too. Yeah, we we live in a upscale area, so I think women here are, our demographic is yeah. more uh, uppity. Yeah, you would yeah, uppity. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I like the way you did that. <laughs> uppity. That's yeah, they're a little bit more high uppity. maintenance. Yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, higher yeah. maintenance. Expect a little bit more from Expect themselves. The whole globe. <laughs> <laughs> now, no, no, I don't want to deter from our female listeners because I know you guys already want to kill me for talking shit from the other past episodes. <laughs> but um, you know, I do feel like there's no problem with having a higher requirement for the men that you introduce in your Definitely. life. There is no problem Definitely. for that. Uh, but I also feel like it's a give and take. Yeah. If you if you hold men to such an accountability, it's like then you have to all it, it's a give and a take. You have and to also give a little bit as yeah. you're taking and demanding so much from that certain individual. And each each female is different. You yeah. know, some don't seem as different as others. But you know, <laughs> we're not gonna go into details with that as a Spanish woman. But you know, it's just Oof. um. It's, <laughs> It's one of those things. It's just like I get. I feel like um, the. I feel like right now, at least, maybe you can kind of attest to this that you could be speaking to a woman. You could be, you know, honestly trying to get to know a, a woman, right? Mm-hmm. But you gotta, you gotta run a mile, 
you know, you got to jump at least 40 meters. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you being light. You got, <laughs> you got to have a, a runtime of four, a, a four, four. You know what I'm saying? Four, three. Four, three. <laughs> four, three yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm struggling got, in that. Right? You know what I'm saying? You got to be. Getting old, you know? You see what I'm saying? It's just like the, the, the high demand of it, I feel like, is happening right now in our days. Because, again, you know, kind of like what we were talking That's about in the, the first internet. episode. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I do believe social media plays a big part in that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm going to play devil's advocate because we don't have any females here. We got we got someone in the audience right now, but he's a male, so he might be biased. I'm going a, I'm to a play devil's advocate. Oh, I'm pretty sure he's biased. Females, <laughs> yeah, he's real biased. But I feel like females probably feel like, okay, men are demanding in a sense that, oh, what do we see on our social media? Hmm? Just IG I models. I, I don't want to say any names. Booty. Katia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see Stephanie. You see booties. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You see bosoms. I'm not trying to say, you know, I'm not trying to get too explicit with it, but you see the things, you know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, we're being socially conditioned now to, you know, to kind of expect that from women. So in their defense, I'm sure they could say that, well, men are demanding too. You know, men want big booties and, you know, this, that, and the third, this type yeah, of hourglass figure, big. you know what I'm saying? But yeah, how do you feel about that? At least that that mindset that women might have, at least with the expectations that men, quote unquote, have. Do you have expectations, personally? She got to have an hourglass figure, big booty. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. I do love me some booty. Okay. I do. Okay. Um, it ain't got to be crazy big. You yeah. know, it just look nice. It compliments your body. You know yeah. What I mean? that, yeah. That's, that's about it. Okay, so you now you don't really care about personality too much. Right? I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I set you up. You wanna I you wanna you get deep? That's what you wanna set know. you up a little bit. Uh, personality matters. Uh, brain matters. Um, I'm, I, I love to see how women think. Yeah, a girl with a mind is very attractive to yeah. me. Um, damn, you put me on a spot. I no, I mean, I don't. It, no, it's yeah, real though. It's real yeah. though because I mean, I'm not saying this for the clout. I'm gonna make this real real clear right now i'm not saying for this clout but it's really hard for me to date a woman i can't mentally be on the same wave same wavelength as me yeah like if i can't have a conversation with you for longer than 10 minutes then we're probably not gonna date but i'm gonna tell you right now you may think your looks is what keeps me there but it's actually your mentality that keeps me there your looks opens the door yeah. and may may catch the attention it's that flashy billboard but it's your mentality that represents the content that's on that billboard that's going to attract me and keep me there. You feel me? So it's just like... what the, I feel like the looks definitely started. Yeah. But if if she... I don't know how to explain it. The looks definitely started, but yeah. if the mind is not there, yeah, it, then, it, it, then you just feel yourself just... And I've become more attracted to someone whose mindset is on like on a different level yeah who like, can teach you a lot yeah, yeah exactly like yeah. where you went in and you weren't even like really attracted to that person like that not saying they're ugly but they weren't really your type yeah but the minute they open their mouth it's like whoa yeah. okay yeah. you're wifey you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's just like so like i think women also need to also understand that there is brothers out there who do enjoy the mindset so i, I mean the mindset the mindset is just the mindset is huge i think it's super you just want to answer so many questions yeah you know, exactly get to like know about her and shit. women have you guys you know obviously comment below but women have you ever had a man who you're talking to who you didn't really know if he liked you or not just ask you questions because, like, think about it. Maybe that man is so interested into your mindset, to your goals, to your uh, your pursuit of happiness that he just wants to know who you are from, you know, from the up, from the up top. You feel me? He ain't worried about the down low just yet. He's trying to figure out what's what's up there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because at the end of the day, that's that's possibly your kids' moms. That's possibly, you know, that's 
that could be your wife at the end of the day. So these are things that we do keep in keep in mind in yeah. a sense. You know, I'm not gonna bring some random stranger to the group of my friends. You know, my family. I I'm real big big with bringing my you know my significant other to my mother. You know what I'm saying? If she can't hold herself you know, accountable for herself. She can't hold it down for me in front of my mother. That's a problem. I've never brought one of my girls back to my mom. Really? Yeah. Really? That's a huge thing for me. Like, I need to know what my mom feels. Yeah, like, I need to know if my mom is, like, you know, like, how she feels about that. And, you know, my mom's starting to keep it real now, but, like, it's always big. Like, I've never really explained it to the girls that I've dated before, but, like, if you... If you meet my moms, like I'm taking you serious. Yeah, yeah like it's it real big. Yeah. So uh, if anything, guys, drop a comment below. Let us know what you feel, um, whether personality is important get, to you. If you just want booties and titties and all that. I might, I might catch some heat for that. <laughs> <laughs> right but it's all good. You know why? Because yeah. one-on-one's over. We're going to take a quick break and jump straight into game time. We're going to see how you do because Poetic Justice is next. All right, all right. Well, welcome back. We are uh, we're ready for some game time. If you guys don't know already, we have our uh, special guest, D Face Facey, in the building. Here, and he's uh, he's I think he's ready. Hopefully, he's ready to play some uh, poetic justice. So, uh, if you guys haven't already seen Poetic Justice before, Poetic Justice is essentially we have five songs. These five songs, typically, if you were to just sing out the lyrics, it would be easily uh, easily guessable. For this game, but what we're gonna do, we're gonna go ahead and change the cadence. There's no, there's no instrumental. It's all acapella. We're gonna change the rhythm of it, so it's gonna be a little bit harder to detect the lyrics. And the guest here, which is D Face here, he's gonna have to go ahead and guess what track it is and who is the artist on that track. So I feel, I feel like you called me a lot of things today. I did, I did. Uh, I'm other- a whole lot of names. <laughs> but uh, if anything, are you ready? Yeah. You excited? Yeah. All right, man. Now. Something we established on episode one, if you give extra detail on said song, you can get two points. And I'm the judger of whether you deserve those two points. I've been okay for that. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's start with the first one. <clears throat> let's get that ambiance going. Okay. All right. You know what the Midwest is? <laughs> Young and restless. We're restless niggas. My snatch your necklace. necklace. And, and next these my, my Jack, Jack your Lexus. It's Kanye. It's Kanye. Uh, yeah. what, what track is that? Oof. Oh, fuck, I know it. Somebody tell these niggas who Kanye West is. A walk through the valley. Jesus walks. Jesus walks? Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. All right. I had to think about that one for a minute. We'll give you, we'll give you two points for that because you got both the artist and the track. So that was good. That was good. Yeah. That was a well good done. Kanye. That was a good Kanye. Yeah. I missed the old Kanye, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So uh, moving on to the next one. All right. <clears throat> You're my water when I'm stuck in the desert. Ooh, that's deep. You're the Tylenol I take when my head hurts. Oof. You're the sunshine of my life. I just want to see how beautiful you are. You know that I see it. I know you're a star. Where you go, 
I'll follow. No matter how far. I don't listen to nothing like that. <laughs> what? This is a pretty popular track, man. It is? Yeah, man. All right. Maybe I'm not listening. Let me, let me recite it one more time for you, all right? Because we're on a time frame. You're my water when I'm stuck in the desert. You're the Tylenol I take when my head hurts. You're the sunshine of my life. Nah. Not a clue. Not a clue? Not a clue. All right. So that's a zero <laughs> points on that one, man. What is that? It was actually a uh, best part by Daniel Caesar and Ooh, her. I got that on my phone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointing. Oh, <man>. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. Listen. This is meditation for me. A practice of being present. There's nowhere I need to be except right here with you. Except right here with you. That's a cold. Folding clothes, watching Netflix. That's Catching clothes. up on the shows, eating breakfast. Ugh. Raising brand in my bowl with bananas. Drinking almond milk. I never thought that day I see y'all. Drinking almond milk. What, so which one's that? That's folding Because you soft. That's folding clothes. Folding clothes. Well done. Well done. By who? J. Cole. J. Cole. Well you confused done. me a little bit. I thought two, it was a throwback. Points. Two points, right. man. Two points. There you go. I got the highest score so far. It's <laughs> something like that. I have to tally up what Betty got in the last episode. Right. I think I deserve something for that. Just oh, really? Because this next one's going to be hard. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> and I still need you. <laughs> and I still miss you. And now, I wonder. If I could fall into the sky, do you think time would pass me by? Because you know what? I would walk a thousand miles if I could just see you. Damn. I know it, but I don't know it. You don't know it? One more, one more game. One more okay. game. One more game. And I still need you. <laughs> and I still miss you. And now, now I wonder if I could fall into that sky. Do you think time would pass me by? Because you know what? I'd walk a thousand miles if I could just see you. Got five seconds on the board, man. Four, three, two, one. We need an answer, man. Don't know. Wow, pathetic. Uh, if you ever watch White Chicks, it would be a thousand miles. We would have took Terry Crews as an artist, but you'd even give us that. So, complete zero. I guess the people in the audience are not happy with your performance. I couldn't help. Wow. All right. So no help over there. <laughs> you didn't ask for it. You got a lifeline. You didn't use it. Come on, man. I didn't know. Nobody right. told me that. All right. Last one, man. Last one. Okay. She was and she was trying to join the team. I told her, "Wait, chicken wings and fries. We don't go on dates." <laughs> I just threw a private dinner in L.A. Trapping 
is the hobby. That's the way for me. Men, they come in fast. They never get in sleep. I, I just had to buy another safe. Bentley, Spurs, and Phantoms, Jordan, fade away. Damn, I forgot the title. And he's a fan. <laughs> so what you got? No you got way. 10 seconds on the board. Oh, that's, 10. That's future. Nine. Okay, that's one point. Seven. Six. I'm not good with these five, names, kid. Four. Three. Two. Mm-hmm. One. One more. You get a guess. Just, just guess something. What do you think it might be? Audience, you, you, you want a lifeline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? You can't say what it is, but you can oh, act it out. This <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to help him? Nah. No, oh, no word. help. No help. Damn. Fuck it. I It'd be the close ones. I'll take one point. I'll It'd be the ones point. closest to you. One point. All right. It was actually future Jumpman. Jumpman, 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 Jumpman. Woo! I wasn't a crazy fan. <laughs> All right, man. So... You just played Poetic Justice, man. Hopefully you enjoyed it. You uh, you did you did good mm-hmm. for Poetic Justice. You got a total of, you got two on the first one, zero on the second one, two on the third one, zero on the fourth one, mm-hmm. one on the last one. So what's that total out to? Five points. As a total, you could get a maximum of a 10, so we give you half. Eh, you did I. <laughs> <laughs> so man, thank you guys for joining us for game time. You saw our, our special guest, he, he got destroyed. He got picked in and out. Politics, hip-hop, community, women, just who he is as a person. We played some game time, man. We had fun. Yeah. Donovan, this is the outro, man. Anybody want to shout out? Special uh, shout outs as we uh, wrap this up? Shout out Nappy Productions. Nappy Production in the building Sound for sure. Talk, you know what I mean? Of course, of course. Um, they don't. The people don't know, but me and you have so much cooking. <laughs> for sure, for I'm sure. I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, no, no, no spoilers, bro. Like four things coming up. It's coming. It's coming. We, we know, gonna we gonna surprise them. <laughs> um, where can they find you? What's what's your social media? Oh, uh, just oh, let's let's do Twitter. Yeah. yeah okay. I'll what's your Twitter? Twitter. Uh, it's called Hennyface Two. Okay. Hennyface yeah, Two. Okay. Yeah. All right. I had to throw the deuce in there. Anybody um, else Instagram, you want to give a shout out or anything? D like underscore face. Okay, okay. Anybody else? Yeah, uh, anybody else. I would say my man's over here, but he didn't want to help me. Oh, the studio um, audience? <laughs> shout out to Cratchy for the no don't, don't shout him out. No. <laughs> don't shout him out. I respect it because that's, that's the audience. That's Mitchell. That's <laughs> he fake. That's Mitchell. Mitchell for rubber rubber. Alright, man. Hey, Facey, it was good having you, man. Thanks for having me. Of course, you being a part of season two has changed everything. Guys, I hope you enjoyed uh, season two, episode three. There's going to be more to come, man. And hey, if anything, thank you guys for uh, sticking with us on this Monday. And uh, go out there and survive you your Monday.